bro, do you know what sucks? What sucks, bro? So I go to BYU, right? Sure. Here in Provo, Utah. <laughs> the great city of Provo. Go on. And, you know, every school in existence ever has like a spring break, right? You know, you get like a week or whatever to, uh, yeah. to go do whatever you want. Oh, I know where this is going. Do you know what Provo, Utah, BYU gives me? Oh, tell me, Ethan. They give us a spring day. They say, here, take this Friday and go do something fun on this Friday. Like not enough time to get out of town, really. Yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Wait, what, what are you doing this spring day? Well, other than making a, a podcast. Being here right, right now. Being here right now. <laughs> I'm doing like my work and homework. But you know what sucks more than anything I think about this spring day? Tell me. Is I don't have classes on Fridays anyway. anyway that <laughs> like is Like any, any other Friday, <laughs> I don't have classes. So I don't get a spring break at all. I mean, I feel like, you know, it feels like license to go do something special. Like to go out to eat, to have a good time. Because, you know, it's kind of a holiday. True. And you would feel less bad about it. Today is a double holiday. Yeah, it is. Today is St. Patrick. Oh, Mason, you're not wearing any green. I was, but my jacket's outside the booth. Get over here. You're going to youch for me. No. I've been pinched. He's been pinched. Say youch. Youch. <laughs> he pinched. He pinched my leg. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, yes, this is our this is our spring break. And, and yeah. I think that being here with you, being here with the, the auto talkers, you know, the audience. Yeah, I, f- I feel auto like, himself. I feel like we we owe our devoted audience an apology. We've been on a, a hiatus for several weeks now. True. We're very sorry. We, we still are. love you. We still love this cast and auto. We love you more than than all things combined. Oh. You receptacle of all truth and knowledge. But, uh, yeah, no, we're sorry for, for falling off the deep end. We have heard from, from several people. Oh, you know, yes. That, uh, Our devoted back, fan. <laughs> got to get back on the, <laughs> the grind. Our devoted fan. Hi, Aaron. Hey, how's it going, how's buddy? How's it going, bud? It was so nice to talk to you earlier today. Anyway, um, what about you, Mason? Do you, do you get, like, a spring break? So I'm doing some online school right now, and I don't think I really have any kind of, like, specific break for this semester, which is, like, okay. I'm not taking too, too many classes. It's pretty chill, so, you know, it is what it is. Mm, true. You know, I, I guess the other thing that we can do today to celebrate spring day yeah. is just grind the craft. <laughs> we, For you at home, we've been really into our Minecraft server recently. The, the past several weeks, we've been playing on, on a server with a couple a couple other of our roommates, and we've been putting in some stupid hours not like during the daytime but consistently staying up to like 3 4 a.m playing minecraft it's not good the issue is that it's not during the daytime no and and we're not talking about like weekends necessarily like last night tuesdays you know like a a wednesday yeah i think every day this past week i think i stayed up till 4 a.m every day (laughs) so it's just horrible bro truly not ideal but it's it's a great time it is a great time. I haven't had this much fun playing like a, like Minecraft in a hot second. Yeah, yeah. We we've got everybody in our in our apartment on there, and you know we've we've built several zones that are are quite silly and goofy and funny. Um, I mean that that's what playing Minecraft with the boys is all about. Those silly, goofy, funny zones. You know, there's something a little auto talk related in our server as well. Yeah. Well, uh, what's that? I don't think I can tell you. I think you got to find it yourself. Uh, is it is it the thing you? You haven't told me it's about the thing yet. I haven't told you about quite yet. Interesting. It's pretty interesting, but anyway, for all you at home, join our server if you dare. <laughs> Come to uh, what's it called, Mine Hut. Wait, we're not going to advertise. <laughs> yeah, this. we are. No one's going to listen. <laughs> Come to Mine Hut. Uh, it's join or slash join Dylan's mates. 
All one word. This Come, is the goofiest bit I've ever seen you do on this. Come join us on our server. <laughs> Bro, have you ever seen those those clips of like way back in the day of like the Minecraft conventions, Minecon? Like the really cringy moments. Oh yeah, like the there's dedicated like, wham. Yeah, to my yeah, 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 yeah. But there's like a different clip. I, I I think it's in like the same video of like a compilation. Like this this little girl goes up to like this panel of like developers of Minecraft and pulls out a card. She's like, "Do you guys guys want to play on my dad's my Minecraft server?" And it's 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 really it's sweet. So hard to watch. But though, like, bro. oh brother, and that's what you just did. <laughs> you know, it's similar, but you know, I didn't do it with uh, with the voice without uh, without the ass. Yeah, of a, a voice of a familiar friend of ours. Lots of friends of ours talk like this. Yeah, uh huh. You oh. and I specifically. <laughs> Welcome to Auto Talk. Welcome everybody to. <laughs> we're, gonna we're gonna stop it right usually, there. Usually, I'm really good at the voice, but I can't do it right now. Yeah, I feel I'm on the spot right now. I can't do an accurate impression. I mean, uh, just voice we came up with. <laughs> this is straight out of our brains. Mm-hmm. I we we come came up with we, it ourselves. We, we come up with it. We did. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, welcome everybody to Talk. Yeah, well, welcome back to this first episode after our our little hiatus. It's great to be back. And we're hopefully going to have some great conversations here with our friend Otto. Say hello, Otto. I am required to say hello. Ah, what a, what a, what a guy he is. Otto, you can do nothing wrong, no, can you? He really can't, because we don't let him. I will take this opportunity to tell you that control delegation of right of human beings throughout and the Kennedy assassination truly have no reason to go on lying to yourselves. Otto, you can't say that. <laughs> Otto! Buddy. Come on, bud. We're, we're gonna have to censor that one out. We're gonna have to have a little talk after this this recording. Not appropriate. See, no. me advertising our Minecraft server was one level of inappropriate. That that was just immoral. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Anyway. In in the year of our Lord 2023, you're gonna say that, buddy. Just insensitive. <laughs> oh man. Well, Mason, for for all of those at home who have not heard our, you know, delicious voices in, in months and maybe don't remember the the, the podcast and, and how it works. Will you remind us of the premise of this cast? Oh, absolutely. I love to. And to remind you, I am Mason. I'm here joined by my friend. Oh, yeah. And I'm Ethan. Ah, oh, what a guy. And here on Auto Talk, we have pod or on our podcast, we have discussions guided by our friend Otto, who is an artificial intelligence. So he gives us our prompts, our discussion topics, and we just have a grand old time and we go from there. That's true. Uh, you know, me and Mason were talking earlier the day. I think we're getting. I'm, I mean, maybe I shouldn't speak for us both. I'm getting a little bored of of just answering questions. I I think the the routine it's it's become a little formulaic. Might gotta yeah. might want to change it up a little bit. And I think maybe in the future we'll we'll have Otto give us like tier lists. Yeah, or, or like we can do like a draft yeah. of, of some some topic. True. More more like free form episodes, less less fitting into the the auto talk box we've put ourselves in. The auto box. Yeah. Well, wait a second. That Hold sounds, on. <laughs> that sounds very similar to... Eholay. <laughs> uh, uh, we can't say it. We didn't buy the rights. No. We'll get sued Michael by Bay will be on who, us in two who seconds. Who owns them? Sony? I don't know, but I know Michael Bay directs like yeah, a lot yeah. of those movies. Mm. Maybe you should ex- like insert more explosion sounds into into our podcast. That might make it more listenable. Yeah, auto, auto can be our sound effect guy. Make a fun sound effect, Auto. Do it right now. Ta-da. Okay. That 
that was not as good as I thought it was going to no? be. No? Okay. Otto, you suck. You suck. <laughs> Literally die. <laughs> we're, we're going to replace you with a female voice one of these days. Oh, don't. <laughs> no. You don't mean no, that. No, we, we won't. You, you don't mean that. No. <laughs> we, we will continue with our good buddy Otto. Yeah. I wonder why he doesn't have like a German accent, you know? Yeah? I think that's how we initially like introduced him. Really? As I, a German boy. Did we? Oh, man. I don't know if we did. I feel like we picked a pretty, pretty, or uh, his voice is just pretty standard. Oh, yeah. No, we didn't pick anything. No, absolutely. He's an entity who exists by himself. Do you think we could get Otto to talk like this? We could get Otto to talk in baby voice? I think <laughs> if we if we got some quips of a friend of ours. <laughs> if we and used we upload, labs. And we uploaded them to their <laughs> website. <laughs> I think this is a really good idea. Um. <laughs> um anyway, well, let's let's get started. We'll We'll ask Otto for... For a little bit of a prompt, and we'll see where it takes us. Yeah, Otto, take it away, buddy. What are some of your most embarrassing memories? Extra points if they involve a wardrobe malfunction. Ooh, he's he's asking us to to expose ourselves online. I'm liking it. You know, I, yeah, it's fun talking about like I don't know balloons shaped like hot dogs or. You know, giant lizards roaming through cities. You know, <laughs> what? What about Bigfoot and, yeah. and all this stuff yeah. and zombies that it has us do? It's it's fun to just talk about ourselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. self-centered. Mm. <laughs> 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 oh, he's barking. Oh, wow, wow, wow. We we spent like 15 to 20 minutes last night just <laughs> making animal noises to annoy one of our roommates or to. Have fun with one of our roommates. Oh, yeah, he was he was he was on the phone with a friend, and we were just having our own little fun. Yeah. I think I think this is an embarrassing moment you can share. <laughs> so you were like thirty seconds ago when I started barking like a dog. I do. Yeah. You know, I think part of part of what that just was was that I I went to bed at you know four a.m. again last night. I I also did this. I don't have great um. Uh, filters today. Also, yeah. I drank caffeine earlier. Uh, Though, okay. You really, have been really fast. way better. Very good. Yeah. You know, for the last month and a half, I think I have had two caffeinated beverages. Nice. And one of them, actually maybe three, because one of them was this morning. Yeah. Because I had to do some work and I was feeling tired. And, they, and they're, they've mostly just been like sodas the past few months, yeah? Yeah, no. I have not drank a monster in almost two months now. Proud of you. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. That was a good resolution. That, that was. And we've mentioned this on the podcast before, your your caffeine problem. Yeah. Was was that one of the titles of our episodes? No, I, I think I, don't remember. I think that might have been like the episode where we talked about growing facial hair mm, and you talked no, about right. your dad and his caffeine problem. That's true. And I have overcome. I've broken the cycle. I'm proud of you, oh, brother. The generational issues that yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> that grip are the weight family. Prevailing in in my family. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's let's think about this. You know, embarrassing moments of our lives. Yeah. I, I also like the addendum, the qualifier that like we get bonus points if it involves a wardrobe malfunction. Uh huh. Let's just go back and forth and tell stupid stories about yeah. our lives. Okay, go do for you, it. Do you have one, or do you want me to start? Um. Well, I don't know that like I'm prone to getting super super embarrassed. Yeah. So like only one story is coming to mind right now. Sure, go for it. Okay, so it was on my mission. As a missionary, we were doing service. We would go go do weekly service at this place called Grace Lutheran Church, and it was kind of like a a drive by like food drive. Uh-huh. So people would would drive by and they would give them boxes of food and and stuff like that. And one of these weeks, you know, they would sometimes have extra stuff. 
So on the other side from the boxes was me and a couple other missionaries, and we were giving away like 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 vegetables and fruit, like zucchini and squash and stuff. And people would drive in and were like, "Hey, do you guys want any?" And at one point, some like elders who were overgiven boxes, one of them threw like a grape at me or something. Yeah. And I had like like a zucchini in my hand, and I like you know I I like flipped it in the air, and I like I mock like throw it at the elder, like you know holding it by the top, and I and I, I make like a throwing motion as a joke. Yeah. But, uh, like, the, the base of the zucchini was a lot heavier than the part that I was holding. So I don't, like, throw it or anything. Yeah. But the top part breaks off, and it, it like, it, it glances a car that's, like, there. And oh, so no. it bounces off, like, yeah. the, the, the bumper of this lady's car. And, boy, is she upset at me. Really? I've yeah. never heard this story. What you happened? haven't? No. Oh, man. So, like, it's, like, the most glancing blow. It's literally zucchini. Nothing bad happened to her car. Yeah. But she's just, like, talking to me like I'm some irresponsible, like, 14-year-old who's just done made, like, a most terrible decision. And I'm, like, standing there taking it like 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 a man. And it's like, ma'am, I'm I'm 20 years old. I'm an adult. And it, it, it was an accident. But it was, it was mildly embarrassing. But that's mildly amusing. Yeah, that's no, kind of funny. I mean, uh, I don't know about a wardrobe malfunction. I was... Actually, I don't think I was in pros at that time, so. Oh, that's fair. For the service. Honestly, though, like, she should be the one that's more embarrassed than you. I you mean, it, w- it was pretty goofy of her. Like, one of the dudes who, like, worked at Grace Lutheran Church came up and was like, man, these are these are the missionaries of, like, the Latter-day Saints. They're, they're good boys and girls. They are adults. You should probably calm down. Was she, like, talking to you like you were a child? Yeah. How old is the lady? She must have been, like, could have been late 50s, something oh. like that. You know what you should have done right after? Yeah, what's that? Said, I'm sorry, ma'am, and then like fling the the cucumber Spat again, zucchini again. Face. No, hoping that more would break off and smack <laughs> her in the fish. Oh, oopsie. Ooh. Oh, I think you'd better go. <laughs> no, that's funny. No, that's a bad look for the for the elders. Ooh, an- another funny story. I know that it's embarrassing. Yeah. But um, once like I w- we were working inside, like getting stuff ready for like food to bring out. And, like, they they needed someone to, like, speak Spanish to translate for some lady. So I, like, ran out to a lady in this car. Oh, yeah. And, like, they needed, like, ID to confirm that they, like, they lived in the state so that they, like, could get food or whatever. And I tell this lady this. And then she just, like, pulls out her phone and shows me a picture of her social security oh, card. Oh, you told me that. Yeah, That's with funny, the number bro. and everything. <laughs> this lady was from Ecuador. And she, like, I don't know, she she didn't understand that she shouldn't do that and just whipped out a picture and showed me. You know, this this opens up, you know, we'll get back to embarrassing stories later. Sure. But this opens up a discussion for these these goofy food drives that we would do on our mission <laughs> and just very strange things that happened during them. True. One of my favorites, see, me, me and Mason worked together in one of these drive-through food drives every week in Green Bay, Wisconsin. We did. Every week for almost six months. Yeah. You know, so we did it a lot of times there. Um, the Crusaders of Justicia, a nice little blending of English and Spanish in, in the goofiest way possible. Um, and, you know, we would have some people that would... St- so it was in the roundabout, right? Yeah, there's there's a roundabout. Or not a roundabout, like a, a cul-de-sac. Yeah, right? but cul-de-sac. it was like there was a big circular area where people could drive down the street and go around like mm-hmm. the kind of roundabout circle. And there was and like on a one truck side. on one side. Yeah, and food. then people would load food in the tr- into their cars well, and stuff. Well, we, we would load food yes, into we their would. trucks. And so this is, this is what led to some very goofy experiences. So there was this, there was this, I'm remembering so many of these strange novelty experiences we had there. Yeah. So there was like a a really old man that lived in a house. I was going to mention that (laughs) if you didn't. That lived in a house like on this cul-de-sac. So, so the majority of the cul-de-sac, right? The far end of the cul-de-sac where the street did not connect, there were no houses. Yeah. It was like a a grassy little patch, right? And so there are no houses on, on, in the cul-de-sac except for this one dude's house 
on the very like top, if you want to call it that. On, right? on the end, towards on the, the end, end of the right? cul-de-sac. And he didn't want people like parking near his driveway, he was, which is like fair, I he guess. Was, right? He was on the side where people would line would up. Line up, and then like after they got around, you know, they would just drive away. Because but. so this this food drive would last for hours, yeah, and hours, right? And people would be lined up up and down this road that turned to the left. Anyway, like you could probably imagine a quarter mile of of cars at any given time, right? Sure. Until near the end, and then they would finish. But in in one session, you know, you've got two hundred plus cars that are coming through, right? Yeah. And so, like, it makes sense that he didn't want them parking in front of his driveway, but he would be just a prick about it, bro. And, like, stupidly upset. He, he had, like, this traffic cone that he made us put in front of it, and there had to be two missionaries yeah. at every given time standing in front of his house just to say, hey, guys, Stop. don't park in his, in front of his driveway. Yeah, it's and like, it's... And it's not like people were parking anyway. They were waiting in no, line and we no. were moving constantly. And like we could have done it so much faster. If we if had two Everybody extra was there. But yeah. No, we, had to, we had to do that. I'm and sure if he needed to get in or out of his driveway, people would happily oblige him. But he just was not having it. And, you know, for that reason, I stuck my, my foot out the window of our car. I remember that. I remember, <laughs> I remember that just the other week. That was, that was goofy. No, we didn't really. Well, I mean, I kind of did that, but not like for real. Sure. You know? But he was kind of a goofy dude, and he would come out and he'd stand on his lawn and just watch Glare. us judging. Like these are poor people without food. Yeah, these are people who <laughs> who need this food to feed their families. And he's so upset that we've we've chosen this cul-de-sac to to give people life-sustaining food. <laughs> yeah, that, that that reminded me of a, another a couple other goofy things about Crusaders. Yeah, like the first like couple months that we were there. Like all of the food, like all the boxes of food, had like these these papers, these letters from Joe Biden. No, from Donald Trump. Oh yeah, you're right. Because he was the president yeah. at the time, and it was like this food is is you know brought to you by the president. I forgot about that. And like a lot of the people that would come to this food drive were Hispanic, were Mexican. Yeah. And so they would have us open up every single box and take, take out the, the flyer out. before I we gave it to that. people. And we would throw all of them away. Yeah, there was just a big old plastic like, like bag we would throw them away in. It was a weird time because it was COVID, you know? Yeah. And so all of this food was just excess food that farmers couldn't get rid of. Mm-hmm. And so the government was just redistributing it to the poor. I'm like, yeah. that's great, right? Yeah. But like around this time, because we served in Wisconsin, I remember seeing at the side of the road, giant trucks full of milk that would pour all of the milk into the field because they they couldn't do anything with it. Yeah. You know, it was just a weird time. And so it was really cool that we could give give these people all this extra food. And cooler than that is we got all the extra extra food. True. I want to uh, that that reminded me of something in the milk comment. Yeah. Once it was like my first week at Grace Lutheran Church in Kenosha. Yeah. There was like milk that we didn't give away at the end, so they they had to like throw it away. Mm-hmm. So like they would we would take these gallons of milk that were like frozen solid. Yeah. And we would cut them open and like put them in the sink and just like melt them down. And then they would just take, like, the frozen ones and just, like, smash them against things and break them apart so they would melt. That's really funny. It was very goofy. I guess now is a good time to mention that we ate very well those In Green Bay, yes, we because, did. Because, like, every week they would give us massive boxes of very expensive meat. You know? was, yeah, and I other mean, food. The the basic boxes that they would have every week would have just like your essentials. They would have like potatoes yeah. and onions and eggs and milk and stuff that they would get and cheese that they would give away every week. Yeah. But every every like I don't know so often they would also have these other boxes that they would give away like 
boxes of like uh, pork, of pork chops. chops or ribs, ribs or just yeah. like all these things. And I think there were always like sausages or hot yeah, dogs yeah, yeah, in yeah. the normal boxes. You're right. So there was always a ton of meat. Yeah. But like there was this one time that we were giving away racks of ribs, right? Boxes that had ribs in them. And I think we were given one rack of rib to, to every family coming through or something yeah. like that, right? And at the end, maybe they had just overestimated how many people were going to come. Mm-hmm. But they said, you know, take home anything you want. And they had these, you know, they just came bo- in these boxes, yeah. right? And each box had, I don't know, they had, had 10 they racks had of like ribs. They had like five packages and each one had two That's racks what it was, of ribs. Yeah. Each package had two racks of ribs. Yeah. And so you guys we, took one home. Yeah, we took a box. We took one home and we had tw- like over 20 racks of ribs. <laughs> yeah. And so over the next, you know, many weeks, we would come to the church and we would use the janky church the ovens, ovens to cook racks of ribs. And, you know, other missionaries would come through and be like, what's that smell? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, every district council for weeks, I, I would make ribs for us after. It was awesome. Yeah. And, you know, just the feeling of the cold uh, mustard being rubbed on there. Mm. And, mm, so good, bro. <laughs> we got to make ribs again for ourselves. We know? should. Let's see. What else was I, – I had something else goofy about Crusader. Oh, this is what it was. Yeah. My, my initial – the thing that made me want to talk about Crusaders was when you were talking about that lady that, that had to show her ID or whatever. Yeah. There's a lot of honor system that goes on in in Crusaders of Justicia. True. Right? They So the we had those two missionaries that would stand at the corner of the cul-de-sac to tell people, you know, do not park in front of Stop. the driveway. Now go. We also had a bunch of missionaries that were, like, loading stuff into cars. Yeah. But we also had one person whose job was to say, how many families do you have? What does that mean? You know, <laughs> like, shouldn't we assume that most people have one family? I think, I think that's easier to assume for like us, sure. but like Hispanic people, like immigrants are going to have that's a true. lot of people. But it's not people, right? Yeah. We're not saying how many people. We, how many we're families? How many families? And so some people would just say, you know, I have four families. <laughs> like, okay, we're going to load four boxes, like eight gallons of milk yeah and you know every four racks all the of ribs other fixings that we're putting in there and like there's no way to verify it. and i just remember this one time this dude just a one single man who was like i don't know 32 just and and i feel like this is important to say not that important but he was just a, a normal white guy oh, yeah. right <laughs> a normal white guy came and he was driving like a sedan right he yeah. wasn't driving a big car for big people and he said, I have six families. And we said, okay. And we just loaded up six boxes. Like, how do we know that he really needed that? See, you know? I think like. There's no way to verify. I think people were supposed to like register online but and so with like many the number wouldn't. of families. But I think like the first time you come, they'd be like, okay, we'll, we'll give you this. Register for next time. Yeah. And then people like that who were like, yeah, I have six families. And there's absolutely zero room in their car to fit all these like boxes and, yeah. and gallons of milk that we have to give them. And it was like this Jenga game. Or yeah. I guess like a Tetris game of like, how do we fit? Because they were huge boxes of yeah. food, you know. I think I think some of the the sillier experiences is when like you're putting it in the back seat, and then there's just a child sitting back there looking at you oh. as you're loading it in. You know what I was gonna talk about just after that? Monkey, monkey, monkey. <laughs> so, so there's this, there was this. Uh, it was an orange truck. I remember that it was an orange yeah? truck okay. that would come through, and I was loading stuff in the back seat one time, and I opened that back door, and there was like a little kid, maybe like two. Like three at the oldest uh-huh. in in a car seat, you know, and he had this this little stuffed monkey on the seat next to him, and I had nowhere else to put 
the a box. the box, yeah. right? And so I, I looked him dead in the eyes <laughs> and I set the box on top of his stuffed monkey. And he looked at me with the saddest face I'd ever seen. He goes, monkey. <laughs> and I felt so bad, but uh, I, I turned away and closed the door. And so monkey work died to be that done. day. Yeah. But I remember seeing that orange truck come back. Yeah. And, you know, the kid in the back seat, and like he would be holding this monkey. So Aww. apparently, monkey was okay. He loved that monkey. 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 <laughs> Another goofy fact to Crusaders. Yeah. It was one week when we were working there. It was the same day when the Packers were playing. Oh, and yeah. it was like not a soul that came through to get food. You know, people in Green Bay worship the Green Bay Packers. It's more important than feeding their families, evidently. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it was that go, year. Go, that go Packers. It was that year that they were almost going to make the playoffs yeah. or whatever. And then they lost. Well, yeah, it was it was the, when the we were in Green before, Bay right? that they they lost the bu- to the Buccaneers and yeah. they would have gone to the Super Bowl otherwise. And that day, like you said, it was a P day, right? It was Monday. But the Sunday they had played. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like lost. the day and after, then the day after. It was P-day. And I remember going to like the store because for weeks people had been dressed, adorned, and yeah. in their Packers gear. And the next day, people were legitimately wearing black and in mourning. <laughs> it was it was the saddest thing I'd ever yeah. seen. I don't know if you remember that that P day the day after we went and got to- got a tour of Lambeau. That was that was day. Was it the day after? Yeah. No, that's so funny. Yeah. That was the, the day that we spent 20 bucks to look at, at Lambeau oh, Field for 25 seconds. You know, like they, they say, you know, here's here's all the seats. You have 10 minutes. Here's some Take fun pictures. facts. Yeah. It, I, I, was, I was surprised by how small it looked in person, like a football field like that. Because, like, the weird thing is, you know, every football field is, is exact, the same yeah. size. The difference is just the size of the seating. Mm-hmm. And so, like, because we were near the top when we were on that tour, you know, like, it looked really small. Yeah. But it is kind of interesting to think about. Like, a high school football field, it's going to be the exact same size as the football field that the Super Bowl is played on. Yeah. So, which makes sense. Yeah. Regulation. <laughs> so, you know, some standardization or something. I'm racking my brain. Is there anything else to say about oh. Crusaders of Justicia or oh. other service projects on our mission? Do you remember when the, the hydraulics on the truck broke at Crusaders? Uh, yeah. And no, like the, and then they the spent hydraulic a long fluid time just started like spilled out everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was fun. And we'd always have like abuelita. Yeah, I was just going to mention that. With the, the days in the winter was especially cold, they would have some. Some hot chocolate and some some bread for us. And remember, this is Wisconsin. When we say it was cold, like it it was freezing. Yeah. And there were days that it was like blizzarding, <laughs> and we were still out there giving people boxes. Wrapped up. Oh, aren't time. we so good? We're <laughs> such good people. I'm gonna pat myself on the back for that one. Good job, boys. That's, <laughs> we've, that's we've Otto's done, new voice. We've done a lot of voices this episode. We sure have. <laughs> I sh- I wasn't always a smoker. <laughs> For 15 long years, I s- <laughs> I've been smoking, smoking three, packs a, three day, packs a day, and look what it's done to me. Look at this hole in my neck. <laughs> what, what's, like, the average time, like, someone needs to be a smoker to have, like, one of those holes in their neck? Yeah, you know what I imagine it's got to be, like, a lifetime kind of deal. We should stop the first person we see on the street with a hole in their neck and say, <laughs> How long did you smoke sir, for? Sir, sir. <laughs> Sir, we have a question for we you. We have a query. <laughs> what did you do to get that hole in your neck, sir? I've I've got a question for you, Miz. <laughs> May I touch your neck hole, sir? <laughs> May I insert my fingers into your neck hole? Like, uh, isn't it like they like cover it up to be able to talk? 
I guess they probably have to. I, th- I think that's a thing. They, like, plug it up so they can talk. You know, in the past, pirates wore eye patches, and these days, they wear neck patches. Whoa. Man, that's really yeah. nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> this whole podcast has been nonsense. You know what we should do, Mason? Mm. We should move on from, like, service-related stories. And talk about embarrassing talk moments. talk about embarrassing moments. Get, lay, should, lay should one I lay on one me? on you? Yeah, okay. do it. Here's this is just the first one that popped in my head. So here's here's the thing about me is I don't get embarrassed like too easily, mm-hmm. but I feel like I can think of a lot of times where something embarrassing happened. Yeah. So here's here's a good story. So I think I was in yeah, I was in ninth grade it, because it was the day before the AP human geography test. Oh. Whoa. Um, and I was running track, right? And I was in the four by four relay. So for those of you who who may not know what that is, so each of us, it was a, a four-man team, and we would each run a 400 meters, right? So you'd run one time around the track and then pass the baton to mm-hmm. the next guy. So I was selected to be the first runner. Okay. So I started the race, and I passed the baton off to the second guy. And, you know, as we had practiced, me and these three friends of mine, like, we, we were pretty good. Yeah. And we were pretty fast. And we we're like, heck, yeah, this is going to be awesome. I should also mention that we were at regionals. Mm, okay. So we, Regional meet. We had qualified at, you know, the the more local high school meet, or I guess we were in junior high, but technically in high school. We had qualified at the smaller meets, and we were at regionals, right? Because mm-hmm. this is Utah, ninth yeah. grade is junior high. Cringe. Cringe. Anyway, so I was the first guy, and I had the baton. And I was nervous, as as you'd expect that I would be. Right? Yeah. This is a big meet. And I was just kind of fidgeting with the baton mm-hmm. and just kind of playing around with it, sticking my fingers in. And somehow it, it happened to, to work that I stuck my knuckle into the baton. No. And I got my, my whole knuckle stuck in the baton underneath that first knuckle of, of my index finger on yeah. my right hand. And I'm waving it, trying to get it off, and it will not come off of my finger. My finger is very lodged in there, and like I cannot rip it out. And I'm I'm a little freaked out because uh you know we're on we're on the field. You're running. We're about to well oh, we haven't run yet. yet. Okay. No no no. The race is about to start, and so we're like crap. Like the race is supposed to start in li- like a minute from now. Yeah. What what do I do? I can't get this off my finger, and so my teammates. Like you'd expect in a cartoon, right? Like one guy grabs the, the your hand. No, yeah, one guy grabs the baton, and the other guys are grabbing the first guy, and they're yanking, and it hurts so bad, and it's not coming <laughs> off like that. And I'm like, bro, like they're going to have to break my finger or something. How does this get off of my finger? And like, you know, the the stands are full of people, and everyone's watching, and the other runners are all looking at me like, what's going on? We want to run, and. My mom, I see her up in the stands and we make eye contact and she knows what's happened and she comes down and she's like trying to pull it off. And some lady has in her purse, some other lady has like a a bottle of lotion Yeah, and she pours the entire bottle of lotion up the top and down the bottom and we're working, we're twisting (laughs) and my teammates are face palming and you know at this point they've they've postponed the race and it's like eight minutes later you know like the entire track meet has has stopped come to a halt this is the regional track meet has come to a halt because i have this baton stuck on my finger and so finally my finger slips out because of the 
the lotion. There's still lotion on the inside and on the outside. This is important. This is a detail that will become important later. <laughs> and so I go, okay, I'm ready to run. And so I get in the starting block and whatever. And, you know, at this point, it's 10 minutes after it's supposed to have started. And, okay, we can resume the meet. And they, you know, put, start the pistol or whatever. And yeah. we're, we're running. And as I'm running, I go, oh, no. You know, the, the pass the, off. The pass off. This baton is very slippery right now. <laughs> it is covered in lotion. And I don't know if you knew this, listeners at home, but if you drop the baton, dropping the baton is bad. You get disqualified <laughs> if you drop the baton. And so while I should have been focusing on running fast, what I was focusing on was Getting- I cannot drop the baton that is slipping out of my fingers as I speak. So anyway, I'm running and the pass off is going on. We had you know, we had practiced the pass off so many times, it was yeah. gonna be perfect. But now we have a very slippery baton. And as I'm passing it off to the next guy and he grabs it, like his hand slips through it and like it falls and I catch it. And it's like this this whole debacle of passing it over to him. And now it's slipping out of his hand. The same thing happens as he passes it off to the third person. The, the fourth pass off goes fine. But like the whole time we were not focusing on running fast. We were focusing on not do dro- not drop the, <laughs> the very slippery baton. See, anyway, so that was horrible, and I felt so dumb. It's it, it's like a, a sequence in a movie that has like lots of jump cuts to like <laughs> close-ups of you almost dropping yeah. and catching the baton. No, it was goofy, very yeah. goofy. But you know, at the end of the day, it went fine, and I'm happy to report that my AP Human Geography exam the next day went well as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, no wardrobe malfunctions with this one. No. Unless you call the baton a part of your wardrobe, which I wouldn't. (laughs) You know, I think I also would not. (laughs) What what do you have for me? Tell me another embarrassing story. Oh, man, I don't know what what exactly is coming to mind. I wonder if if I've ever had, like, an embarrassing wardrobe malfunction experience. Well, I I did just remember once in, in elementary school, every year in elementary school, we would have, like, class plays. Yeah. And I remember, I think it was fifth grade, we had a play. It was, like, a musical, and it was based off of Schoolhouse Rock. So you know Schoolhouse Rock? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So we were singing all these songs from Schoolhouse Rock, and one of the first songs in the musical was a song about nouns. And okay. like you know, you're talking about you know your 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 people, your place, your your places, your things. Uh huh. And in part of it, I'm wearing this shirt. I don't remember what letter it had on it, but it was one of the letters in nouns. And uh-huh. like me and the other students would like kneel <laughs> on the ground and oh, it said no. nouns on our shirts. And so I remember in, in one performance of it, it was getting ready for the next song. I don't remember what it was, but I realized I still had my letter shirt on. And, like, the, <laughs> the lights were off and everything. So people couldn't see very well. But No, they couldn't see very well, but they could see what I was doing. But people saw me rip my shirt off and throw it off stage, <laughs> like, to the side <laughs> just, just before the, the next song is about to start. Did you have a shirt underneath it? Yeah, I, oh, I, okay. it was, like, a shirt I put on, put top on top of, like, my other stuff. But you just you but, toss it off in the middle of the production. Oh, yeah, no, like, the lights were off the other song's about to start i rip it off and just hurl it to the side of the stage that's so funny bro. yeah I, so that is a wardrobe malfunction. yeah you that's... got extra points Ah. oh do i have a wardrobe malfunction story <laughs> i can't do it on the podcast <laughs> google for, for, for like the last well it hasn't been as bad recently no but it, it it's been bad well i think every tell, tell everybody what i've been doing he even has a habit of just saying goo goo gaga. It's not usually the gaga. It's usually just goo goo. But it, it is very, very stupid. <laughs> Listen, we, we both do stupid things. We say stupid stuff all the time. <laughs> but that's particularly <laughs> dumb. 
<laughs> and it's been a recurring thing. Oh, it's been less often recently. <laughs> Wardrobe malfunction. Ooh. I've never, like, split my... Have you ever, like, split your pants in public or something? Uh, once, um... It was, like... It was my first semester of college. We were, like, playing this game outside. It was called, like... It was called, like, Sushi Tag. I don't know if yeah. you've ever heard of it or uh-uh. played of it. But, like, there's one person in, in the middle who's... Who, like, calls people. And people are sitting around them, like, in a circle in pairs. And so, like, he'll point at two, two, two groups of people and say either front or back. And then the person in the front or back has to get up and, like, tag him. And yeah. the other person has to stop him. So they're, like, wrestling and grabbing each other. Yeah. And once playing that, I think I, like, I split my shorts that I was wearing. <laughs> and so I just ran inside, changed into basketball shorts, and and went out and kept playing. Yeah. Have you ever... Okay, I thought of a, a story. Have you ever, like, peed your pants in public? No. Really? Okay. I don't think so. This is a good story. <clears throat> it's not much of a story. Well, it's kind of a story. So when I was in, like, first grade, right... See, I was a very obedient little boy. Aww. Like, letter of the law. If yeah. I, if my teacher didn't tell me I could do something, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, and we were in library, you know, like one of those little hour parts of the week where, like, you go to different. Yeah, you just check out books What do you call them, like, activities? Stuff. Like, you know, there's, like, PE and there's, like, computers. And we were at, in library. Yeah. Right? And I needed to use the bathroom. I needed to piss very badly. <laughs> This becomes important. This is foreshadowing. Uh-oh. And I said, I went up to, like, the librarian desk because she was the one in charge of us. And she was talking to a student about, like, a Nancy Drew book or something. Yeah. Something goofy. And I was like, um, m- m- Mrs. Librarian Lady, can I, can I go to the bathroom? I really have to pee. And she didn't hear me. And I just kind of stood there. And I kept asking her. And I stood there for several minutes. And I was like, oh, I really, oh, no, <laughs> I'm peeing. <laughs> And, and I'm I, sorry. And I just remember saying, oh, no. <laughs> As I released the entire contents of my bladder. Into your pants. Into my pants in the library. And then and at this moment is when the librarian took notice and went, oh, no. <laughs> Let's and get I was this like, peeing child have, out of here. You should have let me go. It's, it's a cautionary tale for her. And she says, <laughs> I mean, she was very kind but about it, but she was like, well, like, you know, in the future, if you need to use the bathroom, just you, can just, you can just walk out and use the bathroom. That's okay. <laughs> and I wish I would have known. But then I remember just sitting in the office, like, pants pissed. And <laughs> me, pants me a little pissed. pissed, too. Yeah. And I just head that, down, waiting for mommy to come pick me up to take me home. Man, that's it's so sad. I, th- I think the word is, is zugma. It's like a literary <laughs> device where, like, a word is, is used in two different ways in the same sentence. That would be a great word from that, like... My pants and My I pants were pissed. My pants and I were pissed. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That, that reminds me, in, in like fourth grade, I had like a similar experience. Yeah. I think I was like feeling like not well that day. And just in class, it was like quiet. We were working on assignment and I was feeling not well, like I was going to throw up or something. So I raised my hand. And for the longest time, my fourth grade teacher, I think it was Mrs. Holland, she didn't she didn't call on me or anything. And eventually I like, I just threw up on my desk and and she said, oh. And and that's when you say this is your problem now. Yeah, you did this. You, you had the opportunity to let me go. <laughs> Sucks I, to I, be. You. I just wanted to go go to the bathroom. And that's when you pick it up and you just like toss it to her like a <laughs> snowball. You just squeeze it onto the ground, <laughs> <laughs> looking her dead in the eyes. You say, "Not my problem anymore, <laughs> is it, lady?" We're going going to like home from school early was goaded in elementary school. Yeah. Yeah. Did okay. I, I guess the opposite of going. 
home from school early, did you ever try to just pretend you were sick and then your mom made you go late? Did I'm, that ever I'm sure that happened. It didn't happen often, but there were often days where like I'd be like, Mom, my tummy hurts. And like Ooh. maybe it did, right? Yeah. But then like it would be like You're playing it up. It'd be like, I don't know, noon. And she'd be like, Are you feeling any better? But you're like, Yeah. She's like, Okay, go get in the car. We're going to school. It's like no, 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 please. <laughs> you can't do this to me. You can't make me. <laughs> but she did. That's mom's for you. Yes. Yeah. But or we whatever. love Lisa. Lisa's a good one. Yeah. Or or when you would have like like a dentist or doctor's appointment or something, and then like while you're gone, like you get lunch with your mom, and then like you go back to school. But I remember getting in and out like several times. Ooh, this is another embarrassing story. Yeah. Can I share it? Go for it. It has something to do with that. I remember like being. I think I was in. I want to say I was in first grade, but I might have been in second grade, and. Uh, me and my mom had gone out for lunch or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe I had an appointment and we had gotten lunch. And she dropped me bo- back off at school and it was just after lunch recess or whatever and mm-hmm. everyone was coming back in to class. And I was in my reading class with Mrs. Simmons. And I remember walking in and just feeling so sad that my mom had abandoned me back at school. And I and I started crying. Aww. I was like... I, I miss my mom. Why was I doing that in second grade? <laughs> Bro, that's so cringe. That's, you, you, what, you would have been, what, like seven years old? Yeah. That's fair. But, like, you get a pass. I, I had, like, this this thought as my mom was driving away, like, like oh, like oh, may, maybe I'll never see her again. She's just <laughs> abandoned me at school like she does yeah. every morning. You know? <laughs> There's no difference. Bro, that, that also reminds me, when I was in, in kindergarten, yeah. I uh I was um it was like recess or whatever and we had like our little kindergarten like area where where we would like do our recess and like um and we'd have tricycles and stuff and there was like a little playground and I remember I was riding a tricycle and I was going real real speedy fast and like I was going real speedy fast and then my leg touched the wheel of the tricycle and it like ripped some of my flesh out. Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> and so like I I had to like go get stitches that day. I've never had stitches. No, I I've still got the scar really? from my my kindergarten tricycle accident to this day on my thigh. I mean, I was about to ask like, what is it about little kids that makes you more accident prone? And then I remembered, little kids are just kind of stupid. Like <laughs> I was stupid when yeah. I was a little kid. I was gonna say, you know, I I was on like a, a bike in maybe first grade. Yeah, and I think. Mm, definitely yeah there were no training wheels on this bike and I was riding it right next to my my house in at Burley Idaho yeah and like I tipped over and I hit my head like on the um like this like the cement curb ish area oh right? yikes and I got up and I'm like ouch and I went in and like my my forehead was like cracked open or whatever <laughs> yeah. and like bleeding from my head and we just iced it and it was fine but like should I have gone gotten stitches? Yeah. Like maybe. I don't know. I mean, I mean, that reminds me. Um, on like the street where my house was, like growing up, there's like a hill. Yeah. They would go down, and one day I was just like by myself on like a scooter. Uh-huh. I don't know how old I was, pretty young, but it's like going down the hill. And at one point, I like veered off and like hit like you know some some car that was parked there, and like the car was Ouch. fine. And then so I just like walk back into the house, and I get in, and I realize <laughs> like I'm bleeding from my arm, and it's like oh, okay, hey mom. <laughs> I, this. Uh, <laughs> Maybe this is the last story. This is not even about me, but it is kind of a funny story to remember. So when I was maybe, I don't know, 17, yeah, you know, late high school, we went for a young men's activity. Um, we grabbed our bikes and we drove up. Um, it may have been 
the Emancipation Canyon or whatever it's called. No, Emigration Canyon. Emancipation Canyon. <laughs> Emigration Canyon in Salt Lake, up in the mountain, right? Yeah. And there's like this canyon road that is all downhill as you're coming into Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. And we got dropped off at the top of, you know, it's basically on the side of a highway. Yeah. Like it was a little sketchy, you know? And we all rode our bikes single file down through the canyon into the avenues of Salt Lake and then down some very, very steep streets in mm-hmm. Salt Lake City. And it was lots of fun and we were having a good time. Um, they were making sure that we were being very careful. Yeah. But I remember going down one of these avenues in Salt Lake City and riding next to my friend Gavin Kibby, and we're talking to each other and all of a sudden, we're going very fast. Yeah. We're talking to each other and all of a sudden, he, sorry, that was very loud. It, it, it didn't like the way that <laughs> I made that sound. did not like All that. of a sudden, push, he like hits the back of a of a car, a stationary oh. car, and f- like flips over the car, <laughs> and the bike like crunches underneath it, oh, no. and we're like, "Oh no!" And yeah, and all of a sudden, like, oh, you know, activity over. <laughs> like, we're gonna go pick up the remains of Gavin Kibbe and then take him home. <laughs> and so we did not continue that that bike that day, but like he was going very fast, yeah, and went face first into the back of a car. Wild, poor, poor guy. Bro, that that reminds me. Like, uh, when I was on Trek, I wish I had a scar of this. Yeah. I don't, but it was, like, uh, on Trek when we got, like, to camp for the day. Uh-huh. And we had, like, activities set up. And one of them was, like, tomahawk throwing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we were just standing, standing behind a line throwing tomahawks into these longs. And, like, one tomahawk, he was stuck in there. And somebody threw another one and it hit the handle. So oh. the handle was, like, cut up and splintered. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, a couple couple rounds later, I had that one. Yeah. And I throw it. And the splinter of the Ouch. handle just slices my hand. <laughs> Like just slices my hand open. It's like, Ouch. oh, I should I should probably go to do, go see someone about this. So I see you like you know whatever doctor is there, <laughs> and they're like okay, and they bandage it up, and I didn't even get a scar from it. <laughs> you know, uh, okay, last story. Yeah, it's a story that is being remind reminded to me that, that I've remembered of. because of that story. So we were on track. Yeah. Right? You know, for those of you who don't know what it is, it's a recreation of our pioneer ancestry <sighs> as we walk in. In the in the wilderness with handcarts, true, and learn, you know, lessons about faith and virtue. Our ancestors did it. They did. It's it's pretty fun. It you, is, it's a good time. You sleep on the ground, like not in tents, and you, you know, eat pioneered kind of food, and you walk and push a handcart. All you day. dress like pioneers as yeah. well. It's it's kind of fun. Anyway, and we went to like the middle of Wyoming, like along the actual pioneer trail, and it was cool. But anyway, um, one of the nights, and I don't know if this is something that everyone does, but. One of the nights in our sticks um, track, we did like square dancing. Yeah. And we had, you know, this this guy come and teach us how to square dance, you know, and we had several hundred kids all doing it at once, right? And I remember like we were dancing and at some point, like I feel something tear in my <laughs> groinal area and I go, youch. <laughs> and like at first it's fine. And then like I go into like my truck leaders, my mom, my pa. Yeah. And I say, can I, um, can I have ibuprofen? Like- I'm having some some pain. They're like, "Where are you having pain?" And I point to my crotch, and they say, "You should go see the like the Trek doctor and like just have him check you out." And yeah. I say, okay. So I take my ibuprofen, and I go over to the Trek nurse, and I see that it's one of my best friend's dads, <laughs> and I go, "Ooh, I don't really want you to do that, Mister Thomas." <laughs> <laughs> and he says, "Come behind this tent with me," and I say. 
well, okay. And I drop my drawers, and he makes me turn my head and cough. Yeah. And I, you know, I had to look this man in my eyes, in 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 the eye, like this is my neighbor, as he as he checked me for hernia damage. And did you have one? No, it was uh, fine. Bro, I, is that the story? That was the story. Okay, real quick, that reminds me of like when uh, for like scout camp over the summer. Yeah. We would have like days where all the people come in and do like physicals. Like for for scout camp to get cleared, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember we would have like two people in the stake like doing the physicals. Yeah, and I remember there was always like one one dude who would do like the hernia check and one dude who didn't, and you would <laughs> always be hoping and praying for the guy who didn't do the hernia check. Yeah, didn't have to drop your pants. <sighs> I haven't gotten a good hernia check in a while. Me neither. You know, if you'd like, <laughs> <laughs> I could check you out. And on that note, I, I think it might be time to wrap up the episode for today. We're so glad that we only had to listen to one prompt today from Otto. I know. Maybe we'll, we'll see how the the podcast in general evolves over the next few weeks. I think know? I think today, with just the one prompt, we had a pretty good discussion, good telling lots of stories. Yeah. And we didn't stray too, too far from the topic, but, you know. Yeah. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us for another episode of Auto Talk. Once again, I have been Ethan. And I am Mason. And Auto Talkers... Roll, Roll out. out. Roll out.